Well, a new Ipsos poll finds that Canadians are increasingly looking at home ownership for only for those who are perhaps considered in the rich category. Many renters say they are giving up on the goal of being able to save up and purchase a home. It was 73% of people polled said owning a home in Canada is now only for the rich. And three quarters say high interest rates also have them on the sidelines, at least for now. And because of that, they won't be buying or selling a home as a result. Only 20% agree that right now is a good time to be a homeowner. 31% said they agreed or that said that it is a good time to be a renter. Well, we are checking in now with Doug Gibson, real estate agent with Stillhaven Real Estate Services. Doug, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Joe. I want to talk a little bit about this and also what you're seeing kind of on the ground when it comes to listing and uh, listings and what's happening in the market. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, when you hear about this poll with, with people kind of, in, in many cases, giving up on that goal of home ownership? Well, it's, it's you know, disheartening for sure. And I'm empathetic that, you know, especially in lower mainland Toronto, where we have lots, you know, the majority of population, it is very expensive. But I think that there's ways to look at this in, in terms of, you know, one of the ways I was thinking is, you know, people were starting out getting into a, a condo, right? It's not going to be a house necessarily. So, yeah, I mean, home ownership for houses is definitely very tricky right now. Um, you know, and the governments are trying with, you know, the new multiplexes that they're allowing in Vancouver. And I do have some other thoughts on, on what they can do. For example, you know, let's scrap Langaret Golf Course, which has 75,000 visits, and build, you know, enough units to have 20,000 people there, and it'll have a million visits a year. So the governments, I think, need to get coordinated with their strategies so they're not wasting money. And I think home ownership can become something where, you know, in these busy areas, busy places, yeah, it is going to be maybe condo living for a longer period of time into townhouse living. And you know, maybe ideally if you can get a house. The thing about the city of Vancouver is, is houses are effectively going to be disappearing because now to build a house, you get less square footage. You're sort of penalized for building a house versus multiplexes or duplexes and whatnot. Right. So, yeah, it's going to become even even more scarce. Are, are you seeing people, though, and this kind of came up the other day, we were talking about a, a different story, talking about uh, a proposal in North Delta and a group that's against it, saying it's too dense and why would anybody want to live in a two-bedroom, 750-square-foot condo and, and raising kids? But, uh, I mean, I heard from a lot of people saying, well, hold on a second, I actually would do that. That would, that would be fine. Maybe not forever, but uh, I would do that. Are people kind of shifting what they're thinking about when they're thinking about home ownership and what that looks like? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think if you're going to um, have, you know, a, a positive view or hopeful view of this, it's that you're probably, I, I, my first purchase was a condo and, and actually when I did buy a home, I purchased it with my mother-in-law because she wasn't in great health. So she sold her home that was on the Sunshine Coast and we moved into a place together and she lived in the suite. So, you know, I think if you have to get creative with some maybe co-ownership like that, maybe you buy with your brother or sister or all three of you buy. But, you know, what you said to me, the disheartening part is this, is I think there's homeowners who have lived there for a long time. They're probably baby boomers who say, oh, that's too dense. Well, this is the reality. The reality is that more and more people need a place to live and and we don't we have a limited amount of space. 
so yeah, I think you got to get off the the density negativity and build. I have friends that live in a about a thousand square foot three bedroom condo, and it's in a co housing development that are co op that they love because there's great community there. So there are a lot of solutions, and really, it's going to be density where you are in some sort of either townhouse or duplex or multiplex. Um, you know that is more dense, and I think the homeowners who don't want that, you know, it's not the reality anymore. You mentioned in the city of Vancouver as well, the uh, so uh, so many of the lots where you'll see a house then become a house maybe with two units or three units in a laneway house and really upping the number of units. Do you see that making a difference though? Because for, when I've seen that happen, it's there's more units for sure, but they still seem to be very expensive. Yeah, I mean, I hear you and it's, it, it is, it's, it, you know, there's not much more of a solution that we can have. We've tried to tax our way out of this issue and, and you know, foreign buyer bans. But, I mean, unfortunately, that needed to happen 15 years ago. And, you know, so we're, we are where we are. And I think in order to maybe slow some of the price increases and whatnot, we do need more units built. And, you know, people will maybe have to purchase out in some of the areas that aren't quite as expensive, which really was the way it was in Toronto when I was growing up. I mean, it was still expensive there and people were either commuting, you know, so we've got better transit options. And and like, I think if you can build a townhouse with, uh, you know, a a small office space, then, you know, people working from home or they're doing these flex works. So there's not much else we can do, Jill. I mean, the prices are where they are. They're, they're slowing right now because you have high interest rates. But, you know, a, a lot of people are getting help from the bank of mom and dad. Like, it's almost like a pre-inheritance, um, whatnot. So, you know, over 50% of people in, I think it's Vancouver, if not the lower mainland, are without a mortgage, right? So there's 50, 50 only 50% of people have a mortgage. Um, so... You know, the, I, it, it is it's it is challenging, but there's not much you can do other than build, build, build. And I think if you can on all arterial streets, if you can build six and eight floor condos, maybe with triple pane windows, so it's not so noisy, and then start building townhouses. I mean, I get that it's nice to own a house. I own a house, but owning a condo, you don't have to cut the lawn, you don't have to clean the gutters, you don't have all this maintenance to do. I mean. Owning a house was, I was really excited about it until my lawn turned to mud all winter long and uh, <laughs> I was flip sliding away. Yeah, it's not. Different types of housing, different types of homes. Certainly uh, people have their preferences and one size doesn't uh, doesn't fit all at all uh, at, uh, in, in any case. Uh, I'm curious what you're seeing as far as interest rates, because again, this poll asked people about the interest rates and they certainly uh, came back answering saying, yeah, they're they're still feeling that this this is an issue. Maybe this isn't the time to to move to sell. What are you hearing or seeing from people and, and the impact of the interest rates? Well, you know, when interest rates go up like this, you know, usually the how, what's happening really is under a million dollars is still fairly active. And the lower price point of most uh, property types, one bedrooms, two bedrooms, houses, is still fairly active. So, you know, I know that's not necessarily affordable, but in that lower range, people are still uh, purchasing because the rents are so high right now. Like, that's the other you know, challenges that rents are so high. So people are saying instead of putting, you know, 3500 or 4000 into somebody else's jeans, let's at least put them into my jeans. Let's buy a place and be paying myself. 
So, you know, I know that a 30-year mortgage can seem daunting, but you are at least paying yourself and adding in, uh, you know, the wealth to yourself. And it tends to be that people stay 7 to 10 years and then move into a place, they maybe get a better job, whatnot, they get married. Um, so I, I'm finding that there, the market is slowing right now a little bit. Like we had a bit of a, a push in the spring and even into the summer, but there are certain segments of the market that are still that are still fairly active and in, in what we call a seller's market. And this is the kind of year, isn't it? So we're into October. Do tens, uh, things tend to kind of slow down October and then through the holidays and then pick up again? Well, it's, yeah, there's usually September, October is another push. And then as we do, we start to, you know, November can be sort of steady. December's where things really slow down. People have maybe had their place on the market. It's probably been overpriced. They're not getting the offers or what they want. So they take it off. They reevaluate. And often they'll come back in the spring and say, okay, I'm ready to go, or, you know, January, February, and, and have it at more of the ballpark price where they are seeing comparable selling. Um, you know, it's hard for people to sell a place lower than they saw it at the peak. But, you know, if you move in the same market, you're sort of attuning to the same price gains and losses. And it's actually a decent time to move up from a two-bedroom into a house if you can, because those prices have, you know, aren't rocketing up right now with all these multiple offers. Um, and, you know, a lot of the units have suites, right? So you have somebody living in there. You have that income uh, assistance, really. Um, and, and, I mean, I'm finding more and more people are finding places where their parents are going to live downstairs or in a laneway house. So I think we just need to change the way we think and, and change the way we operate and, and get off this not, you know, no density. That has definitely got to happen. And, and just be creative about how and where you live. Because I, I, I see people, whenever I have a new client, I say, like, what's your budget, first of all, and what are you looking for? And then maybe we can sort of match that to an area. Like, I know you might have your A area, you know, but let's see if you really want a place. Do we have to move out to Port Coquitlam or is it Richmond and whatnot? And, yeah, you're on the SkyTrain line, so it's, it's easier to get there. So. Right now, inventory is, 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 is decent in most areas. So in that terms, we're not, going, we're not in multiple offers. And I know, Jill, from 16 years of experience, when interest rates come down, and I do think they will a little bit at some point, that's when the market booms again and you're in multiple offers. So that's why I think now is a good time to buy, even with the higher rates, if you can work them, because things should be coming down in the next couple of years, I think. All right, Doug, always good to talk with you. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, Jill. Thanks for chatting.